Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of Box Trick. I'm your host, Matt Brady. Joining me, as always, is Tiffany O'Malley. Tiffany, how are you doing today? I'm awesome. What's up? Uh, you know, not a whole lot. Uh, end of the year, so it's time to start talking about some uh, game awards and game stuff like that. So Tiffany and I both kind of watched the game awards. Uh, we're going to talk about it. We got some user comments to get to, and then Tiffany's going to give her game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Alan Thomas and I will do our traditional big game of the year award show later. Um, once we've kind of rounded out the rest of the games. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about the game awards. Um, I will say this, the game awards has, is kind of an odd show. Um, it's kind of cool. I like how it kind of started. So Jeff Keeley, um, who has been a long time guy in the, video game industry he worked a lot with game trailers before game trailers went out of business and then i guess is now easy allies Mm -hmm. but it's like kind of their own thing um so when game trailers kind of went away get jeff Keeley wanted to have a video game award show that was not ran by any particular company so not game trailers not GameSpot, or say ign Mm -hmm. excuse me any of like the big companies so that's kind of what it is, and it's kind of cool, and it's voted on by a panelist of around 50, um, like, gaming indus- uh, like companies, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, like, IGN and, like, Easy Allies and stuff like that, they do uh, participate in the Game Awards. Um, and so you can see it's, like, the voting jury here. Um, yeah. I'm trying to look at some of these. So Game Informer, Giant Bomb, Kind of Funny uh polygon time magazine rooster teeth the verge so a lot of these bigger companies all kind of um help vote for it and they have a lot of really cool categories um tiffany are going to get to a bunch of them uh and it is almost it's almost kind of become an end of the year e3 um yeah yeah because you start getting a lot of trailers and things like that and it's just really cool and we just kind of have some thoughts on it and we're going to talk about it yeah um so now let me pull up the awards here tiffany are going to kind of go through the awards for this year what we thought um what do we have first tiffany so uh just going directly off their site we're going to save uh game of the year for last um best for last right so uh the first award they had up was best game direction so this was awarded to the game studio for outstanding creative vision and innovation in a game direction and design Hello, that's a mouthful. Uh, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you go ahead. You can name the nominees. Okay. So nominees were uh, Breath of the Wild, Wolfstein 2. Wolfenstein. Oh, you're right. Yep. Uh, I feel that's like okay. Sarah from Swish and Flick. Uh, 
All right, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, Super Mario Odyssey, and Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, and the winner, and first of all, let me just say, a lot of these nominees you will see in most everything, because these, uh, yeah. <laughs> these these five games were nominated nominated for just about everything. And I guess kind of before we begin, it is, it's kind of a weird year. This has kind of been a weird year in video games. Um, we saw, we've seen a big resurgence of Nintendo. Huge. And I feel like there was, there were big games outside uh like nintendo um but like the fact that resident evil 7 i mean resident evil 7 is totally deserving mm-hmm. um and like i just think it's it's just odd that like because resident evil series is not a series that you would traditionally see getting nominated for things like game of the year and stuff like that um yeah. it was just kind of a it was a kind of a bigger year for indies and kind of a down year for AAA gaming but next year it looks like a lot of the games i think got pushed to 2018 so like next year it can be a lot of big AAA games. But yeah. uh yeah. anyway, uh best game direction went to Would you like me to say it? Yeah, go ahead. Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, Breath of the Wild did Dude. really well. We'll get to it quite a bit more, but specifically game direction. Yeah, I can completely agree with that. Yeah, I absolutely love this. I, I mean, I, I if you're a listener and you've heard me before, you know that I'm obsessed with Breath of the wild so yeah give it all the awards yeah uh but yeah so specifically game direction of breath of the wild so i actually just restarted playing it um because as we saw at the game awards the dlc came out hello um first of all it was hilarious seeing ag numa come out and like grab the master sword sword. and i love that nintendo (laughs) lately i know other developers do it as well but i love that so that lately that um nintendo has just been like oh and by the way it's out now here you it, go. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, immediately tonight. <laughs> like, here it is. Yeah. It's just great. Um, they've been doing that a lot with like their directs, where they release like NES remix and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, game direction in Breath of the Wild. Um, there's so much to do in that game, and Absolutely. the world is so amazing. Replaying through it right now, it's I just love it. Love it. We've we've gushed about this game all year, right? <laughs> um, and it's and it's completely deserving. So, uh, so let's move on to. Best, best narrative narrative yeah, yeah i can say that i didn't really play any of these games though. i 100 percent didn't play them <laughs> yeah <laughs> so best narrative is for outstanding outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game and so you want to announce the winner of this one? yeah i'll just go ahead and announce the winner the winner was what remains of edith finch uh i don't really know a lot about this um this game i can say but i know that one of the other games was hellblades uh hellblade and that won an award later on which we'll get to and i'm kind of surprised it did not win best narrative Mm. um i'll get we'll get to it and why i didn't play what remains of edith finch though but to me that sounds a lot like um gone home it was a game a couple years ago um or no it it wasn't gone. Was it gone home or everybody goes to the rapture? I can't remember. Um, but it's a lot of these indie titles are winning uh, these kind of awards. So, okay, so let's go ahead and move to the next one because that's one I can at least talk about. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. So this, <laughs> I had to look this one up. Okay. Best art direction uh, for outstanding creative and or technical achievement and artistic design and animation. Mm-hmm. So do you want to read the nominees and then yeah. go ahead and announce? Go ahead. Nominhead, nominees were Cuphead, Destiny 2, Breath of the Wild, Persona 5, and Horizon Zero Dawn. And the winner <laughs> easily was Cuphead. Easily. Uh, <laughs> I was easily. like, what? 
So I had to look yeah. at this. I had to look Cuphead at was actually the game I was most nervous was going to beat um, Breath of the Breath of the Wild in a lot of categories. Yeah. Um, because Cuphead is phenomenal. It is. It's insane. Like it, it's been. It's been kind of like on a lot of people's radar once mm-hmm. they showed it. The thing that's so great about this game is that one, it was developed by a very small small studio. It was shown about two or three years ago, I believe, like first. And it's totally like an old 1940s cartoon, like the way it's animated and everything. And it's adorable. The soundtrack is phenomenal. Um, it's so great. It's so like jazzy and 1940s. It's like it is it is as close to playing a cartoon as you can get. It even has like film grain. And it <sighs> is brutal. This brutal. game is so hard. <laughs> You know, I'm looking at the art style here and it automatically makes me think of like the classic looking Mickey Mouse. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Isn't that like it just absolutely Mm -hmm. looks like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cuphead is great. It's amazing. I believe it is PC and like Xbox exclusive. I know you can get on Steam for like 19 bucks. So Mm -hmm. I don't think the likelihood of us seeing it on like PS4 or Switch, whatever happened. I'm surprised, however, that Destiny 2 was even nominated for best art direction. I I mean, I'm a huge Destiny fan. I poured mm-hmm. well over a thousand hours in the Destiny one, but the fact that Destiny two was even nominated is a joke. Um, <laughs> Maybe they is. ran out of people for this award. Yeah, I now I best art direction. I also could have easily gone with Breath of the Wild or Persona, oh, yeah. 5, or Persona 5. Persona 5 is like playing an anime. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Breath of the Wild is also a great art direction. But yeah. literally, this is the this is like one of the only awards I would I would say. Nope. Sorry, Breath of the Wild. This has got to go to Cuphead. <laughs> Good old Cuphead. It's great. Um, okay, so that actually brings us to best score and music. Yeah. You want to? Uh, you want me to read the nominees, or you want to? Yeah, you yeah, know, Go ahead. Uh, the nominees were Near uh, Automata, Destiny Two, Cuphead, Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, and Persona Five. Mm-hmm. And the award went to Near Automata. Now, I will say. I'm that might it might be automatic. I don't know. I didn't play the original Nier when it came out on like PS3 360. I know Thomas played this game a lot and liked it a lot. But again, okay. best score in music. This is another one where I think easily you could have gone with well, with the exception of Destiny 2, any of the other games. Mm-hmm. Um I did listen to a little bit of the soundtrack of Nier. I don't know. I thought it was okay, but I mean, Cuphead soundtrack is amazing. Right. Breath of the Wild is it's, tough. It's because the soundtrack is so broken apart. It's so broken apart, but it, it works really well for the game. And oh, then absolutely. Super Mario, and then Super yeah. Mario Odyssey actually. I mean, come on. <laughs> the open the like right. the main theme song I love, but the rest of the music is like it's good. It's not. It's like it it's not great. Yeah, and then Persona 5 has great music, so I can't really speculate too much on that one. Um, okay, so let's go again to Best Audio Design. You want to announce these nominees? Sure. So this is for recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. Hellblade. Um, mm-hmm. Is that Senua's? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Destiny 2, Resident Evil 7, Breath of the Wild, and Super Mario Odyssey. The winner of this category is Hellblade. Yeah, Hellblade won. Um, Hellblade is a very interesting game. Yeah, tell um, me about it because I, you know, okay. I mean, everybody so, knows by now I'm Nintendo. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> I'll just, so actually, 
I'm just going to get to go ahead and we're going to kind of knock out three awards here because Hellblade won the next three awards. Okay. Um, right. Okay. So best audio design, best performance mm-hmm. and games for impact all went to Hellblade. Um, so what Hellblade is, is Hellblade is a third person kind of action adventure game. And it is all about like this Viking girl and but it's like so you're thinking, oh, OK, this is going to be cool. We run around as Viking. But it's all kind of about like this emotional state that like you go in from like killing people. It's almost like kind of like a she's like has a lot of mental problems, but it's really good. Like it's like it's really dark. And like I was reading a lot about um like the kind of stuff they did. So they like mm-hmm. to learn about the kind of stuff they like went to like mental hospitals and stuff like that. And I used to work in that field right. um, to like learn about depression and all this stuff. And it shows in the game and it's exactly why it won game for impact. Wow. Um, yeah. Like it's actually, it's actually like it is, I'm actually surprised it didn't get a lot more game of the year. Not um, it's really good. It's fun. I'm, Tiffany, I think you'd actually really like it. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I think you can play it on Xbox one. I think it's on Xbox One. Okay. I'm not entirely mm-hmm. for PC, um, but you may have to steal, you know, your husband's Xbox One. But I think you'd like it. Um, uh, so, just to for people who aren't really sure, uh, game games for impact. The, this award is for thought provoking game with a profound um, pro social meaning or message. Mm-hmm. So I feel yeah. like, um, you know, uh, this is kind of my first time getting into the game awards. Um, mm-hmm. So. I like that they have descriptions of the categories so that I right. understand, you know, what they mean. And yeah. like best performance is for a voice voiceover acting and motion mm-hmm. and performance capture, which I thought that was amazing. Like mm-hmm. that's really cool. Cause you're looking at this picture of her name is Melina. Yeah, Melina Jurgens. Like, yeah, yeah. And, she looks amazing. By the yeah. way, like she, you could tell, yeah. she's into it. And you know the and the funny thing is, so when she got up to get when she got up to accept the award, first of all, she was wearing like a tracksuit, which was just like hilarious because everyone else was wearing, wearing like suits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm not like an actress." <laughs> um she like she's on the team she's like i don't know she does like animation or something oh that's awesome and so they're just like hey like do you want to play her and she's like okay like i guess yeah and so it in the family i like it yeah so it was really cool um i don't really know a lot about the um the other voice actresses uh, i know like claudia black because uh i played the uncharted series mm-hmm. um and i know normally best performance goes to um i'm trying to think of who won it in the past so uh Kiefer sutherland if you know you may know him from 24 yeah. he won it a couple of years ago playing uh big boss um from metal gear solid who you know happens to be our channel's <laughs> avatar uh and so he won it a couple of years ago and i want to say oh god i can't think of his name uh oh my god it's totally driving me nuts right now uh he but he for uh the last of us um and stuff like that um god what's his name trey not trey parker that's the guy from south park but it's south like park. <laughs> yeah i can't remember his name um but anyway he does a lot of voice acting and stuff like that so okay so let's go ahead and go on to best ongoing game i will say thomas and i were watching the video game awards and we were chatting over dis uh discord and he mm-hmm. was absolutely furious oh at thomas. at this one and it was hilarious <laughs> oh thomas do you want me to go ahead with this one? yeah go ahead all right, so best ongoing game is awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. So we have our nominees Overwatch, 
Warframe, Rainbow Six Siege, Grand Theft Auto Online, Destiny 2, and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. And the award went to Overwatch, which <laughs> I'm going to agree with Thomas is an absolute joke. Um, the reason Overwatch got it was because last year Overwatch was game of the year. And while Overwatch is a great game this year, in terms of actual content, what it has delivered is like not that great. Uh, I think that I think that it won this award more so because of, I don't know, the fact that it's made by Blizzard and everybody likes them and stuff like that. It should have went, first of all, once again, as a Destiny 2 player and a Destiny 2 fan, the fact that Destiny is on this list is a joke because Destiny <laughs> came out like two months ago and it's been doing nothing but getting panned. Um, Grand Theft Auto Online easily could have won it because Grand Theft Auto 5 has been doing great stuff online. Mm -hmm. I was shocked that it did not go to Player Unknown's Battleground um, because Player Unknown's Battleground is a Game of the Year contender. Um, it's probably going to win a lot of Game of the Year awards. Um, the game is phenomenal. It's great. It has it's the number one game on Twitch, but it should have went to Warframe. Mm. Um, and I'll explain why. So Warframe is by far one of the most curious games I've ever played. It came out, it was a it's a free-to-play game, came out on PS4. It was like a launch title for PS4. Yeah. I downloaded it, played it, and I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. Um it's like nice graphics. You're running. You're basically these like ninja things and you're running around through these space stations killing stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got out of it for about a year. And then Thomas was like, hey, you should check out Warframe again. Um, they've done a lot of updates. And so I said, OK, cool. So I installed it and it felt like a totally different game. Cool. I mean, and then it's still going on. And like two years later, Thomas is like, hey, you need to check out Warframe again. <laughs> and I was like, OK. And now it's like an open world Whoa. like multiplayer and it's a totally different game like if you look at what warframe is now compared to what it was it is not even close to being the same game and it's so much better of a game that warframe absolutely should have won this one this is a travesty yeah. and i know and thomas wants people to know so all right so thomas we've got you guy we've got you <laughs> okay got you. <laughs> so let's go let's go to best mobile game yeah best mobile game uh, so this is for the best game playable on a dedicated mobile device. We have Monument Valley 2, Fire Emblem Heroes, Super Mario Run, Old Man's Journey, and Hidden Folks. And so the we went award yeah. went to Monument Valley 2, which I completely understand because Monument Valley like one of the best mobile games uh, probably on mobile um, and Monument Valley 2. I'm surprised it didn't go to Fire Emblem Heroes, though. Mm -hmm. um, I know Super Mario Run, a lot of people had some issues. Like I, people said, oh, it's good, mm -hmm. but uh, it's not really a free-to-play. You really need to buy no. it for oh, the 10 yeah. bucks. Yeah, you really yeah. need to buy it for the 10 bucks. I am completely sorry uh, if you're one of the five people listening to this podcast and you happen to, say, develop Old Man's Journey or Hidden Folks because <laughs> I know nothing about those games. Uh, yeah, so. sorry. <laughs> Alright. But we have had some we have had some developers listen because they've hit us up before. So um <laughs> just in case you are, I'm sorry, I don't know anything about your game, but I'll make sure to check it out. But I'm kinda surprised it didn't go to Fire Emblem Heroes, but Monument Valley, uh completely understand that. Okay, so now let's go ahead and go to the Nintendo category, otherwise known as best handheld game. Yeah, so best <laughs> all <laughs> Nintendo all Nintendo game. Best game playable on a dedicated portable gaming device. Who else has portable gaming devices? 
Well, the Vita does still kind of exist. Um, so it's pretty much just Nintendo at this point. <laughs> so we have uh, Metroid Samus Returns, Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World, Monster Hunter Stories, Ever Oasis, Fire Emblem Echoes, Shadow of Valentia. 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 Um, and the interesting thing is, before we name the thing, is that two of these games are remakes of. Actually, three of these games are remakes of old games because uh, you have Metroid Samus Returns, which is Metroid 2. You have Fire Emblem Echoes Shadow of Valencia, which I believe is Fire Emblem 2. And then you have Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World, which is just a 3DS port of Yoshi's Woolly World. Right. And the award went to Metroid Samus Returns, or you can just secretly call it Metroid 2, <laughs> um, which is what it is. Uh, I will say the port or remake of that game is phenomenal. It is really good. Um, it's kind of like they redid the original Metroid on Game Boy Advance and called it Metroid Zero Mission, and it's a really good remake. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, everybody everybody has been clamoring for good new Metroid games. Yes, they um, have. You know, Metroid Metroid Prime Four is coming out at some point, and this is a really good port. It's a lot of fun. Um, they did introduce some new mechanics. It looks good. I'm kind of surprised it didn't go to Monster Hunter Story. Uh, Monster Hunter is an enormous, enormous franchise, a lot more in Japan than it mm-hmm. is in America. Yeah. Um, and I'm just kind of surprised it didn't go there. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay. Um, best VR slash AR game. I guess I'll just kind of take this one since I know a lot more about these games. Uh, Fair enough, dude. <laughs> uh, and the uh, basically just what's VR game. Um, the categories were, or the nominees were Resident Evil. Seven, Super Hot VR, Star Trek Bridge Crew, Lone Echo, and Farpoint. And the winner went to obviously Resident Evil 7. Um, so Resident Evil 7, which is a Game of the Year nominee, um, is absolutely phenomenal. Um, it's kind of the game. It came out in like February, came out very early in the year, and it's kind of just been the game that um we've talked about, like Alan Thomas and I have talked about a lot this year, and we're just like, oh yeah. As we start looking at the games that came out this year, we're like, yeah, Resident Evil 7. And it's just kind of stayed in the, like, it will probably be a game of the year contender. And so mm-hmm. it is uh, our game. So, okay. Um, kind of summing down here. Okay, so best action game. Mm-hmm. Uh, want me to do this one? Yeah, um, you go ahead. Okay, uh, the nominees were Wolfenstein 2, Prey, Neo, Destiny 2, and Cuphead, and the winner was Wolfenstein 2. Um, Wolfenstein 2 is a great uh, addition to the Wolfenstein franchise. I played Wolfenstein the Old Blood, which is the would be like Wolfenstein 1, um, and it is really good. This game, again, just adds more to it, and it's coming out on Switch next year. Hello. Bethesda, uh, they made Doom and they brought Doom to the Switch. And so Wolfenstein yep. 2 is coming out on Switch. I'm really curious to see how well it runs um, okay. on, on the Switch. Do they have a date for that or just 2018? Uh, 2018. Okay. Yep. Um, okay, best action adventure game. Tiffany, you want to do this one? Sure. For the best action adventure game, combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild... Uncharted, The Lost Legacy, Assassin's Creed Origins, Super Mario Odyssey, and Horizon Zero Dawn. The winner is A Breath of the Wild. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what do you say? You know, uh, I think any other year, Horizon Zero Dawn would be winning all of these awards. 
Um, because Rise of Zero Dawn is very similar to Breath of the Wild. Um, they're just like both big open 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 world action adventure games. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just the fact that Horizon Zero Dawn came out the same year as Breath of the Wild. You can't stand up to a Zelda. Yeah, game. <laughs> it's just tough. Especially a Zelda game that good. It's it's really yeah yeah. Because Horizon Zero Dawn is phenomenal. It's a really really good game. It just came out in a bad year. Yeah, sorry for it to win awards. <laughs> um, best role playing game. Uh, the nominees were Persona Five, South Park, The Fractured But Whole. Good gosh, uh, yes. <laughs> Final Fantasy Fifteen, Divinity, Original Sin Two, and Near Automata. Automata. And the winner went to Persona 5. Um, Persona series, long, great series. Uh, I believe it's a Game of the Year contender. I believe it is, uh, spoilers, highly likely to be Alan's Game of the Year. Oh! But but I'll just say this. uh, Final Fantasy 15. See, the way these work is that the game has to come out, I want to say, before December. Um, Okay. To be so the game so like Xenoblade Chronicles two which came out this year mm-hmm. in December I don't believe would be eligible for the game awards because it didn't yeah. have enough time yeah, so that's I why agree. Final Fantasy fifteen which came out last year and was my box trick game of the year last year was eligible this year okay that makes um, sense I'm so the sure question we'll yes yeah, so the question Chronicles next year for sure yeah so the question though becomes I mean my game of the year last year against what's likely to be Alan's game of the year this year Final Fantasy fifteen's better. So it should have won. <laughs> um, okay. Um, continuing on, we have best fighting game. Uh, nominees were Injustice 2, Tekken 7, Nidhogg 2, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which is a joke. And then, <laughs> and then ARMS. Nintendo getting a, uh, you know, getting, getting a fighting game nod. Getting what? a nominee in there, yeah. Jeez. And the award went to Injustice 2. And absolutely rightfully so. Yeah. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. It's it's a shame what's just happened to that franchise. Um, but Injustice Two is really good. Um, Injustice One was a heck of a lot of fun. Um, it's kind of funny because you have like essentially you have Marvel vs. Capcom, which is like Street Fighter, right? But they mm-hmm. partner with Marvel, and then you have Injustice Two, which is Warner Brothers. So it's like DC. So it's like DC vs. Marvel. Right. And I know people will say that well, the Marvel movies are better. Well, it appears the DC video games are better. <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, you can't Superman, argue with that. Superman <laughs> always wins in a fight. Okay. Hello. <laughs> As is Batman. So, okay. Uh, best family game, which looks to be another Nintendo. Hello, Nintendo category. <laughs> Nintendo category. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so this is for the best game appropriate for family play, introspective genre or platform. So we have Super Mario Odyssey, Splatoon 2, Sonic Mania, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Which I feel should be disqualified. Uh, I would agree with that because yeah. it's it, not, it it's, already came out. Come on, guys. Yeah. Like I think we're grasping at straws here. Yeah. I mean, it's um, one thing if it's a remake, like Metroid 2 is a remake of a game that came out in like 1992, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then that's 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 a little different. Um uh yeah. so I do you think Mario had a good chance to win this? They got three. Yeah, the they, got, they, they got three. And technically, Nintendo has four because Sega counts as one, but Sonic Correct. Mania is on the Switch. So, yeah. Uh, so the winner was Super Mario Odyssey. And like you said with a bunch of the others, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah, Super Mario Odyssey is phenomenal. Tiffany and I have talked about it. 
Um, it's one of my game of the year contenders, as is Sonic Mania. So two of my game of the year contenders uh, were in this category. Um, and but I mean, Super Mario Odyssey is great. All of these games are really good. Mario vs. Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle is actually surprisingly good. Um, yeah, people really love it. Yeah, people really love it. Sonic Mania is absolutely phenomenal, especially if you grew up playing Sonic. You will love it. Splatoon mm-hmm. 2, I just never really been a big Splatoon fan. I tried it out. I just couldn't get into it. Maybe I should give it another yeah. shot, but yeah. I don't know. But Super Mario Odyssey, <laughs> it's just great. You get it on Cappy. It's, it's, I mean, it's one of these things where you look at these other categories. It's like sometimes it's like, okay, so best family game. How are they going to give it to anything other than Mario Odyssey when Mario Odyssey is the game of the year nominee? It's like, right. yeah, I mean, it's got to be. So Yeah, yeah. So best strategy game. It's kind of, <laughs> this was kind of interesting. It best is game interesting. focused on a real-time or turn-based strategy gameplay in, uh, irrespective of platform. Nominees were Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, XCOM 2, Tooth and Tail, Total War Warhammer 2, and Halo Wars 2, which Thomas and I debate about how good it is all the time. But the winner... <laughs> went to Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Nintendo's doing <laughs> Nintendo's doing pretty good this year. They're doing pretty good. I would agree with that. Yeah, Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle won best strategy game. So I'm I and I think it sold very well, so I'm sure Nintendo is very happy with that. And it looks like I'm going to take go on a guess here and say this is going to be a new Mario kind of thing. Yeah, like an offshoot. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. would say that too, yeah. So, it's being successful. Why not uh run with it and see what you can do? Yeah, um, we're just going to skip over best sports game. It was four to seven because let's be honest, no one cares. Hey. Uh, and, <laughs> um, best multiplayer. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a big one. Um, this one's clearly another obvious answer, but the nominees were player unknowns, battleground, Fortnite, call of duty, world war two, Splatoon two, Mario Kart eight deluxe. Again, that should be disqualified and destiny two. And the award easily went to Player Unknown's Battleground. It's the number one game on Switch or on on Twitch. Twitch. Excuse me, on Twitch, it is most streamed game. Um, although technically, I don't know if this game should count because it kind of like was early access for most of the year, so it wasn't okay. actually like officially out. Out, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's phenomenal. It's gonna. This is going to be another one of those like enormous, enormous franchises. Do you know anything about this game, Tiffany? I, I have not a clue about this game. Okay, if you can get it on Xbox, actually, Marty would probably love it. Um, what it is is fifty people are in are in a big map, right? Okay, and it's a third person game. Um, okay. and what happens is it's so once you die, you're out. So you get one life. And you have to like run around and you have to um, like grab items, right? So you like run into like a house and you'll be like, okay, there's like a knife. There's maybe like a gun, some ammo Mm -hmm. or like some armor or whatever. Yeah. But what happens is that it's on a timer. And so what will happen is the map will start shrinking, right? There'll be like, there'll be like the area that you can stay in starts shrinking. And if you're outside of the area, you get eliminated. So it kind of for and it just gets smaller and smaller and smaller until it's two people left. Um, and so what happens though is you're put in this position where it's like, do I like bunker down where I'm at, or do I try and pick people off, or like what do I do? And so you can actually move up high in the rankings just by like hiding, 
right? <laughs> nice. But if you're like hiding in an area and maybe you like didn't grab food, you didn't grab like supplies early on, like when you have to start running, you might have to run across these like big open fields and people can pick you off. So it's just really cool. And I think like it's so user friendly. Okay. Um, it's easy for people to jump into. And I think that's why it's winning a lot of awards. And I think it's why it blew up on Twitch. It sounds, uh, it sounds really cool. It sounds like a really cool concept. Yeah. Um, okay. Most anticipated game uh, presented by McCafe. Um, <laughs> you got to add that yeah, in. Which is great. But I will say this. So since the game awards have started in this format, with mm-hmm. the exception of, I think, one year, which was the year they chose No Man's Sky, which No Man's Sky was then like most disappointing game of the year. Oh, wow. Um, uh the with the exception of that year every year there uh the game that has been most anticipated has pretty much won so i i think it's just about every year okay cool um so one year it was witcher 3 uh i won't say what last year's was because that'll give away the game of the year award um (laughs) but uh yeah it won last year's game, the most anticipated game, won this year as well. But next year's most anticipated game, the nominees are The Last of Us Part 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, Monster, Monster Hunter World, Marvel Spider-Man, and God of War. And the winner obviously goes to The Last of Us Part 2. Um, did you, did you, you don't know anything about The Last of Us 1, Tiffany? No, I don't. No, nope. Yeah, Tiffany's not a, not a PlayStation gamer, so we got to bring her up to speed here. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so The Last the last of Us, um, developed by Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog made Crash Bandicoot back in the day. Oh, I can get on board with Crash. Yeah, they made Crash Bandicoot, and then they started making, um, then they made the Jack and Dexter series, and they started making the Uncharted series, and now they've been doing The Last of Us. So The Last of Us, I guess it's kind of if you want to kind of compare it to something where you're in this world with like zombies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but it's not really about the zombies. It's about the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, the game is like, it's a very, like the story is phenomenal. It's so amazing. Like watch the opening cutscene to the last of us one and you're, you might be crying. You might have tears. <laughs> it's seriously. So it's like utterly phenomenal. Um, and there's no, like I played through it in a day. I was like, this is amazing. Oh, wow. Um, and it's all, it's just, it's all about the story of like, basically it's this girl. Um, and the whole thing is, they're not really like zombies. They call them clickers. They're more, it's more of like a, like fungus infection, I guess, kind of a thing, but the whole world's taken over by it. And, um, you're, you're playing as this guy, Joel, and he's trying to get this girl, Ellie, um, across the country so that um, – because she is immune to the oh. clickers. Yeah, she's immune and they want to do this like kind of science experiment on her yeah. to figure it out. And spoilers, um, the game ends with you kind of realizing that – so the game starts, I guess just to say, with you finding um, – with Joel's daughter dying. Um and so that's kind of like his backstory is that now he he's like kind of become like crotchety, you know, he's like a little bit older and he's like a crotchety old man. And it's mostly because of the pain of like losing his daughter. And so now he's kind of like forging this new um, like relationship with this girl, Ellie, and he be kind of kind of becomes like her father figure in the game. It's uh, it's phenomenal. I cannot praise deep. it. It's really deep and it's kind of weird because it's a video game, but it's right. one of the absolute best. Like I'll say this, the last of us, the first, the last of us one um, is one of the only, it's really one of the video games that 
say like, I don't know how people can't say video games are art. I don't know how people can't say that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you want to talk about like Hollywood. Oh, well, like video game stories aren't that good. I don't know. Because yes, I played the Chris. I played the, I played the Last of Us, and I can stack it up against a lot of movies, and I think that the Last of Us is way better. And he cried like a baby. <laughs> oh, it, it just I'm, watch the opening cutscene. Just watch it, and it's. Are you trying to make me cry, Matt? It's tough. You definitely would cry. <laughs> um. Okay. Almost done here. Um. Uh, we might skip a couple of these because I don't really know anything about them. But right. best independent game. Um. For outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system, nominees were Cuphead, Pyrie, Night, what Remains of Edith Finch, and Hellblade. And once again, Cuphead. Cuphead. I was kind of. I was kind of. I mean, I don't know. Cup. It's it's tough. I think between Cuphead and Hellblade, but again, Cuphead. All you got to do is watch a trailer of it, and you totally get exactly what the game is, and it's great. <laughs> Um. Yeah, a lot of these other things. Nobody. Best, yeah. Nobody really cares. Yeah. Like best esports team. Yeah. Nobody cares. Not a bit. Best Chinese game. Okay. So that's pretty much it. So yeah, let's it. go ahead and get to the game awards. Game, game of the year. year. Game of the year. Yep. Nominees were The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Player Unknown's Battleground, Persona Five, and Horizon Zero Dawn. And Tiffany, the award went. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. As it should. Amen. <laughs> As it should. Yeah, we've talked a lot about this game this year, but we it's have. because it's that good and it's that big. It it's is. Breath of the Wild. And it's... it continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger with all these DLC packs coming out. Yeah, I'm pl- I'm replaying it right now. Um our good friend uh Ez, you know him, he's done a couple podcasts with me. Uh he walked in uh, the other day when I was playing it. And I will say, actually, the Switch version does look uh, a little, uh, it's noticeably better than the Wii U version. Oh, so yeah. I now have it on Switch. I didn't, because I'd watched YouTube videos, and I didn't think it was that big of a difference, but I really noticed it. Although I am also playing on like a 4K monitor, so maybe that's part of it too. Could be. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I was just running around and just running around through some of like the wetlands and mm-hmm. just looking up. And I was just like, oh my God, this game is beautiful. I was like, I know. <laughs> I was like, what am I trying to tell people? <laughs> And it's huge. It's huge. And it's intricate, and there's stuff to do. There's really good puzzles. You know, some mm-hmm. are easy, some are not so easy. Some make you want to tear your hair out. Uh, mm-hmm. And best of all, we get to ride a motorcycle now. Yeah, I haven't got the motorcycle because I started the game over. Because <laughs> I, I got the DLC for the Switch. I don't have it for Wii U, so I've been replaying the game. Yeah. Um, I got I, First thing I did, I was like, okay, before I even do any of the Divine Beast or anything, I'm hitting up 40 shrines. So do it, get, dude. So I can yes. go get the master. So I can go get the master sword. Right. And right now I'm actually doing the trial of the sword because um, I didn't do that this summer. Okay. So I've so I've started that, and that's really cool. Have you done it yet? I don't think I have. Okay. So what it is is like a it's like it's forty du- forty room dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, you do like the first twelve rooms, and then your master sword gets powered up. Um, so it does forty damage as opposed to thirty when you're not inside like a divine beast or something right and it takes longer to break but you can power it up to be 60 mm-hmm. to where i think it'll still break but people said it takes like forever for it to break down rather than like awesome yeah awesome uh, and then i've all the cost different costumes you get and stuff like that yeah so many so i guess uh with the new addition to the dlc you get a new story quest line you get new shrines 
Um, you get new memories of the champions and story cutscenes. You get more unlockable armor and gear um, that reference other Zelda games. Mm-hmm. And you get the Master Cycle Zero. Yeah, which looks sweet. I, you and I both retweeted it. Um, <laughs> yes. The, th- the thing on Twitter where somebody's like, I think this is intended. Uh, I don't think this is how Nintendo in, uh, intended for us to uh, get into Gan- get into Hyrule Castle. And it's just some dude on the motorcycle just, just like, plow. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It's there was awesome. also one, uh, another one where some somebody was just outside a horse stable just doing like a donut in front of three horses that were like like locked up and yeah. it said it was like just doing this to let the horses know that they don't matter anymore <laughs> it's true i will say so when i first played the game i never used a horse ever See, you're crazy it's i was so just like fun. I, I was just like i'll just run around but now i'm using them all the time and it's great yes uh, but that's because i really wanted to explore everything the first time around this time i'm like okay i kind of know where this I know what's there. I know what's there. Yeah. But even replaying it, I'm st- like, even replaying it. So I played it uh, around like May, I want to say April, May. Mm-hmm. Um, got it finally. I was like, because I didn't know if I wanted to get a Switch and they were hard to find. So I just buckled down, bought it for Wii U, played it, really haven't touched it since. Um, and so now replaying it again, magic's still there. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, that's, and that's the thing, I think, for me, that when it comes to like a game of the year, um, do I want to go back and replay it? Yeah, that's the big thing. And I will say, I still, I still dive into Super Mario Odyssey quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of these games, all of these five games are great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to give my game of the year, so I won't say anything about it. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, Tiffany, your thoughts on Breath of the Wild? I mean, what can you say? I think we said it all. <laughs> yeah. Tiffany, I think it's probably a good time for you to go ahead and give out your your game of the award and then give out your award. So my I don't have very many nominees. That's okay. The been, the way the way the box trick game of the year award works is what games did you play that came out this year that you liked, mm-hmm. whether it's one, two, five, ten. And then uh you just pick one. Yeah. All right. So uh Super Mario Odyssey, mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. I guess I could say uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. I, I played. Yes, you count Mario Kart Eight. Yeah. Well, it was new to me, Matt. <laughs> that's true. It was new to you. It was new to you. But you know, hey, that's that's a that's fair though because Mario Kart Eight is really good. Yeah, it was new to me. Now, this is my brain being mush at the moment. Did uh, Pokemon Moon come out in 2017? Pokemon Moon came out at the tail end of last year. Does it count? <laughs> um, I it maybe the I think maybe the Game Awards would count it if it came out in October of last year. Then no, I can't remember it honestly. It may have. Pokemon games usually come out I think in October. Yeah. Well, so, that, I mean, I was playing it in 2017. That's okay. That okay. So those are my nominees, right? Um, it's got to go to the Breath of the Wild. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, Tiffany, obviously Tiffany and I are huge Zelda fans. Right. At Breath of the Wild, it's phenomenal. So okay, so at least the official box trick uh, tally right now is one award to Breath of the Wild. Yes. So I can't speak on behalf of Thomas and Alan, but I'll at least give my nominees. Um, oh, my yeah, nominees for Game of the Year. I think we're going to do our award show next week, maybe. 
our big final one. Mm-hmm. Um, my nominees are, I narrowed it down to five games. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Sonic Mania, oddly enough, NBA Playgrounds. Yeah, I heard great things. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And the I was most of my summer. And then Xenoblade Chronicles 2. So, <laughs> and it's tough. I'm still You'll have to decision. wait. You'll have to I wait. I am. You head. know, I've been, I've honestly, I've been playing all of them. Um, I'm glad that I picked up Breath of the Wild again. I'm playing all of them um, because I don't just want to de facto give it to Breath of the Wild because everybody else is. You want to make uh, sure. Yeah, I, I do. I do want to make sure. And I think all, and to be honest, all of those games have a very compelling case for me mm-hmm. and it's really tough. Okay. I f- see the way that I feel like your nominees are going. I feel like you're still struggling with who you really want to pick. I am actually, <laughs> I'm there. I am. I am actually really struggling. Actually, I feel like it's going to be a game time decision for you. And I can't wait is. to listen to the episode. <laughs> it is. So the first year we did it, when we came back, um, the YouTube for the YouTube. Yeah. Um, oh, YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. So what I what I what I officially call box trick 2.0. 2.0. Um, now, we're now in box trick 3.0. And I'm happy to be a part of it. <laughs> it's true. It's great. So when you uh box trick 2.0, um it I can't even remember what my nominee nominees were that year, but all th- we all just we all kept saying Rocket League, which just came out for the Switch. Uh, I need you to check it out. Um, but we all kept saying Rocket League, and then last second I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. And I gave it to Rocket League. So I don't know, it might be a game time decision. It so might. we'll have to we'll have to see. Um I will say, I just just to add some suspense, I'm kind of leaning towards this is a spoiler, not giving it to the Breath of the Wild. So it could be something else. So I'm just don't I'm you just, do that out of spite I'm, towards I'm me not, I no, I would I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that out of spite. I would just I'm just I'm really thinking about it. Really thinking about it. I'm watching all the trailers again. Um, so mm-hmm. I can be like, you know, which game really got me the most hyped too. Give you, it's gotta give you chills. It does. Yeah. And that's actually the game I think I'm leaning toward. Kind of odd. So anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, so now this is kind of a casual episode, guys. Uh right. I want to read a comment. So first and foremost, let me say. We will read any comment you uh, leave us. I read all of the ones that come in on YouTube. Try to respond to all of them, even if they're negative, um, which is fine because I don't mind negative comments. Uh, like, please leave them because I think it's I just I read them and it's it's a way for me to improve. Um, oddly enough, our biggest video on YouTube has terrible sound quality. Um, that's how we were doing it back in the day. And almost all the comments are like, hey, great video, but you have bad sound quality. And so and that's constructive. To- it's not like you're that- a troll. Oh, I mean, some people have trolled us, which is fine. Um, Right. But we appreciate the non-trolls. Yeah. (laughs) But I really love reading big ones. So this um, woman, her name is Tatiana Adrian. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. um, From Cambridge, Maryland. Mm -hmm. She left us a very lengthy comment on our A Link to Hyrule, our favorite Zelda games. Sorry, take take a sip of water there. That's all right. You got to get ready. For I, this. And I, I haven't heard this, by the way, you guys. Yeah, this uh, this is like lengthy. This is like three paragraphs. Do so, it. Okay, let me just uh, zoom in here. <laughs> Hello. Just listen to your Zelda favorites, favorites episode, and I thought I'd share. Well, first of all, I love the episode, even if I was shocked by some of the choices. I just recently started listening to podcasts and gasp out loud at Twilight Princess being anything above a five. Ew. 
which one which won me puzzled looks from my office mate but i really <laughs> yeah which uh which i re- uh but i really enjoyed the episode and i thought it was a good piece regarding the zelda games my top three favorites would be a link to the past ocarina of time and majora's mask a link to the a link to the past because when we played that game, my dad had to rent the cartridge at some dark corner liquor store, and they only gave you three days. Of course, each time our saves would be gone, so we had to start from scratch. I'm from the Caribbean, so we did not always have electricity, and it really became a rush against time to beat the game. I'm one of five kids, and we would try to speed run it by taking turns before the electricity ate away at some of our progress. Those are the best memories. It took us possibly months before we'd actually beat it. If we did, I can't remember. I played it a couple years ago, and I can't say I remember seeing the end. Second game is Ocarina of Time, because for some reason, A Link to the Past wasn't a big issue if the cartridge was in English, and you didn't didn't know much English. However, Ocarina of Time wasn't the same. I remember sitting for hours on end, again, trying to beat the next black trying to to beat the next blackout from wiping our data. One of us kids with an English Spanish dictionary, trying to figure out what the Zora wanted and why shore was important. Shore is spelled S H O R E Um, or what it meant to block against the Goron boss. When we found out it was so obvious, but there were places we got stuck in such a manner just because we couldn't understand what we were being asked. I assure you we learned more English from video games and Elvis songs than our weekly English <laughs> classes. Oh yeah, we were we were stuck forever at the when the water fills the lake shoot for the morning light part to get the light arrows. <laughs> One morning my brother had a revelation of what it may mean since the the word by word translation was obscure at best. He shot for the sun and lo and behold the arrow blasted arrow he got bragging rights for years on that one <laughs> last but not least majora's mask this was one of the first video game commercials i saw back home and they kept it in english making it a bit more ominous then she even provides the link to the majora's mask commercial Rewatching it now is awfully cheesy but waiting for the moon to drop was one line that was forever embedded into our minds and we just had to have the game as an added level of difficulty our n64s I forget what it was called, but the thing that allowed you to save games, gone. It burned It burned or stopped working. So not only did we have to speed play, we had to speed play it all at once, hoping for no blackouts, one try, and that was it. You can imagine how well with five kids and one of them, miss, one of them misses a boss and dies, approximately six hours of gameplay. Then we had to restart all over. Oh my God, this girl's amazing. Like... Or as you're taking a shower, lights go out and you can't and you can hear from the living room, the collective. Ah, <laughs> oh, must have drove our parents nuts. Good times, though. But that's my story. Looking forward to the rest of your first and foremost. Thank you so much for this, oh. like very long winded comment and story. Like, that's really what I the direction I kind of want this podcast to go. Yes. Um, is like is video game stories because I think that's really like everyone can just do reviews and tell you whether you should play a game or not. And of course we we're, we're gonna do that, but I try to gear it more towards your story of a video game because that's what it comes out to. The reason we love retro gaming is because of the nostalgia we have playing with our friends, sitting on the couch up at three in the morning, you know, drinking Mountain Dew and eating donuts <laughs> and you know and just doing ridiculous things in games. So dude, her story just gave me all kinds of feels. It's I'm like so amazing from ear to ear. Tatiana, right? Yeah. We love you, girl. Yeah. We love you. Thank you so yeah. much for your story. Thank you so much for your story. Um, I really hope you're listening. Um, if you are, you can leave a comment. 
Yeah. Um, and I'll, we'll try to respond, but thank you so much. Um, so something interesting though, she said like she was trying to learn English and Alan has said multiple times that, um, when he was growing up, he was playing final fantasy six. And because it's an RPG, um, you know, we, uh, he was probably, we were probably in like second or third grade, um, at the time. Cause Alan's the same age as us, Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he said like he would have to lo- look up some of the words because, you know, they would use these like bigger, more advanced words for the, what would be at our age right. um, and stuff like that. So like he's like Final Fantasy six is the game that taught me how to read. Like that's so freaking awesome. This is so sweet. It's so it. great. So cool. um, it's almost like and then, you know, she goes on to talk about like the fact that she lived in the uh, Caribbean or Caribbean, however you want to put uh, pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now not losing electricity. Dude, I can't even imagine I can't imagine. Can you imagine like being like almost through the water temple and then like your electric going out? Yeah. So the save batteries in these games must. I'm guessing would have had to have been. What did you say? Uh, The save. Oh, sorry. The save batteries in all these games must have been. Oh, no. Tiffany, are you there? I'm there. I'm here still. Am I cutting out? Sorry. You are indeed. Oh, Discord. Oh, Discord. How we how about, lose the... How about now? Is it better now? Or... It's, it's better now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so the save battery in these games must have been all jacked up. Yeah. 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 Um. Wow. I don't... That, so, shoot. They were basically speed running. Speed running before speed running was like a legit like, hey, let's stream this and speed run it. You know what and, I mean? And one life... Like, there's no way I could one life... Ma- Heck No. No, no. <laughs> and no wonder why Majora's Mask is her number one. It's a time crunch game. She's a pro at time crunching. <laughs> I know it's so great. I know that's what I was reading. I was like, oh my god. I think I even I even commented and I was like, it sounds like your entire Zelda experience growing up is Majora's Mask. Um, Literally, I, yeah, I recommend. I am bowing. Thing. I am not worthy. I am not worthy. You are awesome. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine trying to be Ocarina of Time in one no. sitting? No. What? <laughs> oh, God. How would you do that? Uh, yeah. Late night, man. Sheesh. Really late night. I love yeah, that you that play is... sibling, too. That's awesome. That's that's really cool. Yeah, that is that is just absolutely uh, that is amazing. So, yes, thank you. Seriously, so, so very much for your comment. Um yeah, uh, I don't know. I think that's all I got, Tiffany. That's all I, I got. I'm so, um, yeah, uh, I don't really know what our plans are for the next couple of weeks. Uh, holidays are coming up. I'm going on vacation. Um, so I can't say exactly what our next episode will, will be. Um, but I'm sure it'll be something Nintendo themed and I'm sure it'll be and fantastic. It's going to be epic. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to do a maybe we'll do a Christmas episode where we talk about some of our favorite games we got Christmas. Yes. Yeah. That's it, guys. That's, that's it. So that's what happened. we're doing. Yeah. So we're ta- yeah. So we're we're going to so next time we're going to talk about some of some of our favorite games we got on Christmas um, and just some Christmas memories. So anyway, Tiffany, where can people find you on the Internet? So you can find me on the Internet uh, on Twitter at Tiff Swish underscore Flick. I am a host on Swish and Flick and all Harry Potter podcasts. Um, 
We have episodes coming out every Sunday, and you can find it on iTunes and Podbean and YouTube and all that good stuff. Yeah, and you can find me pretty much on the internet anywhere at Super Games Bros. I also do a Dragon Ball Super Game of Thrones kind of hodgepodge podcast called Second Breakfast, and I also do a all Star Wars podcast called Rebel Watch. Um, Last Jedi is coming out in a couple of days, so I'm sure there will be a whole lot to talk about there. But uh, yeah, can I interject something? Go right ahead. Listeners, if you want to hear Matt on Swish and Flick, our latest episode is uh, the Swish and Flick ladies grilling our second breakfast friends on Harry Potter trivia. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Is that the one one that's coming out this week? It already came out, my friend. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's there. Uh, It's there. I believe it's, it's on YouTube as well. It's out already? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Unless I'm totally mistaken. But if I it's thought not, the live Q&A was the uh, most current one. I don't know. Maybe it's on Patreon. Early for the Patreon people. Oh, could be. Man, it yeah. pays to be a patron. I guess it does. Well, it'll be out soon. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be out Sunday. So anyway, as always, guys, thanks for listening.